Today, we met someone from Procter & Gamble, and he's been working for over 16 years in counting. So, a couple of months back, uh, due to COVID-19 restrictions, there was a very high risk where one of our major production plants had to shut down. That's Eugene Han, a senior director in Procter & Gamble, who shared with us what COVID-19 did to supply chains across PNG, which we would share with you in a bit. But for today's episode, we aren't just learning about his journey. We will also ask Eugene some really tough questions. You see, Eugene happens to be in the Talent Council in Procter & Gamble. So, we've worked with Nanyang Technological University to send as many questions as they can for us to grill him, of which we did so for over 10 minutes. Some of these questions include, what skills is management looking out for when hiring? What is PNG doing to attract and retain talent? We even asked him, what is PNG's competitive advantage across all FMCGs? We'll get to the brutal rapid fire section in a bit. But first, let's get to know Eugene. Because unlike most people who graduate aimlessly, Eugene was pretty intentional about entering PNG. Yes, it was quite intentional that I sought out, you know, opportunities in, in PNG. So when I was in my final year in NTU, um, I knew I wanted to do a commercial role. And the other thing was consumer products was an interest of mine. So when I was looking around, um, I chanced upon PNG. PNG itself is known, you know, as a very strong brand. And, and as a company is known as a top employer of choice, uh, known for developing leaders and as well as having a very strong training and development program. Since then, in a span of 16 years and counting, he has done over seven different rotations. If you're ready, buckle up, because we're going to tell you exactly what they are. He started as a purchasing manager injection molding for ASEAN Australia India, where he was promoted to senior manager. Then he moved to Asia under the Resins and Master Batch team, where he was promoted to purchasing director. He then rotated to work as a category and market strategy director in Asia before expanding his scope to include Europe. This took place in a span of 14 years, where he was finally promoted in December 2019 as a senior director with a fairly long title. Senior Director, Chemicals and Tropical Oil Sourcing, Palm Sustainability and ESG. ESG stands for Environmental Social Governance. Within my capacity, I, you know, I lead maybe you could say three main global networks. So one is the core Palm ESG team, which is you know, responsible for the Palm strategy and governance. I lead a sourcing network of purchasing professionals. And then, you know, from an organization point of view, I lead the PNG Singapore Talent Forum for Product Supply Junior Managers, uh, you know, where we talk about talent management and career-related priorities. Eugene might have oversimplified the role for us, but the role is hardly simple at all. That's because PNG's supply lines was hit with COVID-19. So, a couple of months back, uh, due to COVID-19 restrictions, there was a very high risk where one of our major production plants had to shut down. And when the news came to us, you know, I remember the first thing I did was to call on my suppliers. So this is, this is part of my sourcing role. 
and I call on my suppliers requesting for large quantities of additional material to compensate for the potential loss in production if, if our plant couldn't run. So my immediate objective was to secure additional supply for, for PNG. And you know, the, the suppliers knew the situation, they understand what was going on. And it was very heartening for me that, you know, the suppliers were very supportive of our situation and wanting to help PNG. And I, and I can attribute that to the many years of relationships that, you know, we have built with our suppliers. And, you know, when, when we needed their help, they came to our aid and supported in, in time of need. So I think this is one of the more, I would say, more recent challenges that I went through. Uh, and very thankful for the people around us and the partners around us that, you know, stepped up to, to help us through, this, through, through, through difficult times. But Eugene's role wasn't just to figure out COVID-19. He also had an ESG role, Environment, Social Governance, which he would find is still his most memorable role so far. My current ESG role may be, may be one of the most memorable. Given the fact that, you know, the extent, where the, the, the extent which this role touches in terms of people, the people's livelihoods, the environment, and our overall planet. I would say, you know, this role that I'm doing right now, I would say it's not all positive and straightforward. But, you know, whenever there, there are challenges that do arise uh, with regards to ESG, you know, we, we engage with our suppliers, partners, stakeholders, and we work together to assess the problem and use our resource and expertise to come up with a better solution. And I think for me, one of why it's most memorable is because as we work together across multiple stakeholders and find solutions to drive, you know, significant long-term change for the industry. At this point, we had to ask him. With so many ups and downs across seven rotations, surely there could be one rotation that he could have done without and still gotten to where he wanted to be, but faster. I think it's always possible to leapfrog and get to a senior position faster, uh, and especially so by moving, moving companies. But I've, I've made a choice where I think PNG as a company has convinced me to stay over the last 16 years. And I think for me, one of the main reasons for that is the, the purpose, values and principles of the company that has strongly resonated with my own values. So there are certain things where I hold at, 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 higher, at, at higher regards than, say, leapfrogging and career advancement and climbing the, the, the corporate ladder. Eugene actually shares more about what are these values that resonates with him, his calendar hour by hour, and his tips on managing work and life, which given his scope, you would imagine is a necessary skill for him. We've kept all of that at the end of the podcast. But we did promise you some rapid-fire questions, and we figured at this point, you've known Eugene well enough. So let's get started. Hey Eugene, so we've worked with Nanyang Technological University's Accountancy and Business Club to source from the ground a list of questions for this rapid-fire round. So it'll definitely be tough, but not as tough as your COVID experience. Let's go straight into it. The first question is, as a fresh graduate, what can my career opportunities with PNG look like? Well, I mean, if you think about it, PNG today, we are the largest consumer products company of the world uh, and home to many iconic trusted brands and you know some of these brands you might be familiar with brands like Pantene, Gillette, 
SK2, Downey, Pampers, right? And over $70 billion in terms of sales on a yearly basis. So quite honestly, I think opportunities do await graduates in, in various functions and in geographies. I mean, just to, just to give any, and everyone a perspective, if you think about the seven plus billion people on the planet, you know, over 5 billion of them in 180 countries actually use PNG products. So I would say our international presence is, is great news for, for anyone who likes to pursue a career, uh, not just in Singapore, but outside of, outside of this island and on a global basis. You know, and the work that we do effectively is very meaningful. You know, it reaches a lot of communities around the world. And you can do so in the various functions that we, that we have in the company. We have, for example, like brand management or marketing, uh, communications, uh, design, engineering, finance, HR, manufacturing, purchasing, uh, R&D, sales and supply chain. So these are, you know, just to give you a flavor of the, the various functions uh, and opportunities that, you know, you can find within, within P&G. So we're going to keep going. What are the key highlights and challenges that you would see a career in P&G have? I think, I think when you choose P&G as a place to begin and build your career, what's important for you to always remember is you're choosing more than an employer. So... You know, P&G is a company with a history of making groundbreaking discoveries, a passion for making life better through the innovation that we bring, uh, through the community outreach, the portfolio of leading brands, and quite honestly, a, a robust leadership development program. From day one at P&G, you will be given meaningful work uh, that will allow you to grow and develop yourself as a future leader. Um, and in PNG, you will have the opportunity to work with, you know, exceptional, innovative experts from all around the world. And, you know, working with these colleagues will elevate your thinking on a daily basis. So this is something to really look forward to when you join a company like PNG. Next question, which is more specific to you. What do you look for for the people that you hire in your team? Well, I think in, in PNG, the reality is our employees come from many kinds of backgrounds. We look for people with growth mindset. Um, we look for people with grit. And, you know, um, there is really nothing, nothing special that you need to prepare for. It's your ability to learn new things, unlearn some of them and relearn it, you know, and with this, you will continue to succeed. So, you know, don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone, try new things, challenge the norm and have fun and continue learning. That's what I would say. A follow-up question to that is, is your expectation then different for a full-time entry hire versus an intern? I would say a PNG internship is really a gateway into the company. Um, it is a chance for anyone to, to build global groundbreaking database, establish face-to-face -face relationships. You know, so it's a, it's a great way to, to be experiencing the company. Um, and I think as a, as, a, as a graduate, then, you know, clearly... You're taking a step forward into a full-time role with the company. Um, that's a very different level of commitment compared to an intern. You know, you will get a lot more support, honestly, and honestly, a lot more responsibility than, than an intern. So clearly, the expectations will be at a different level. The, you'll, be, you'll be given the opportunity, you know, 
with regards to a lot more training and development uh, programs that clearly an intern will not have the opportunity for, but you know, as a full-time employee, um, you'll be, you, you have a very different level of investment from the, from, the, from the company and from your management. Next question, and I think you're really in the best position to answer this because you sit on the talent council, right, Eugene? And the question is, what is PNG's strategy to attract and retain talent? I would say at PNG, we are committed to every individual's career development. And I say, you know, um, we give you the opportunity to work on winning brands. Uh, we offer you know, very solid leadership training and development programs that will set your career off on the right foot and help you grow into a future leader. And I think many of us will have leadership opportunities early on in our career. Uh, that's something maybe quite unique to, to PNG. And, you know, through impactful work, mentoring, given decision-making authority very early on in your career, uh, plus, you know, opportunities to move across brands, businesses, and geographies to tackle new challenges. These are, these are opportunities to help any, any employee develop leadership skill you know, early on in the career. And then other, underpinning all of that is a, you know, you can call it like a world-class training and development program where, you know, we develop, you know, every employee or give every employee the opportunity to become senior leaders one day and allow them to achieve their greatest professional ambition, um, giving them the right tools, the, giving them the, the right skills, reskill through the entire career at PNG. This is a perfect segue because one of the key questions that people have is what are the core skills then that the PNG management team thinks is increasingly relevant given the changes of the industry? Yeah, if I, this one, I, if I could maybe speak more from my own lens and area where I'm closest to, I think the reality is consumers' buying habits are changing. I think, you know, people still want or still will still go to brick and mortar stores to buy household goods. But, you know, reality today is, you know, businesses have now shifted to an omni-channel model uh, that caters to serving customers on different platforms. I think that's, that's a change that needs to happen uh, and, and it's already happening. And I think the skill sets associated with that, you know, will also, will also develop along the way. I think, you know, if I think about from a supply chain point of view, there is greater realization that, you know, from a supply chain resilience, that's incredibly important. The ability to supply throughout global disruptions gives any company a competitive advantage and, you know, having the right skill sets associated with that will also be key going forward. And I think the last one I would say is, you know, linked to my ESG role, um, there is a huge push towards sustainability, uh, ESG, uh, reducing carbon footprint example, but as, as an example, these are, you know, a, a, another trend that I'm seeing, you know, taking off very strongly across, across the industry. So we're running out of time, Eugene, but if you could humor us with one last question, what is P&G's competitive advantage versus all other FMCGs? I would say our foundation of our competitive advantage at P&G will be our five vectors of superiority. Within our 10 categories, we create superior science-based products, you know, delivered with superior packaging, consumer communication, retail execution, you know, and value at you know, all price tiers you know, where we compete. This is the basis for our competitive advantage, you know, driving meaningful, noticeable 
superiority across all elements of our consumer proposition. I think the other the other element that you know it's critical to P&G is innovation. Innovation is the lifeblood of our company. At P&G, innovation isn't just about making our products the best. It's about improving lives. You know, thinking innovatively across every area of the business to find ways to improve our world, lend a helping hand, or spark a movement. And you know, this has led to industry-changing ideas and technologies such as motion sensors, blockchain, 3D printing, augmented reality, just to name a few. I hope you enjoyed the rapid fire section, and I'm sure Eugene did as well, right? Okay, we don't have the audio tape to prove this, but we're assuming he did because he still stuck around and offered to share one last parting thought with everyone. I've been with this company now for six and a half years. Uh, it's one that has given me a lot of opportunities to grow and develop as a leader. There is huge amount of opportunities with regards to uh, leadership development, uh, world-class training, and I think the the purpose, values, and principles that I mentioned just now really resonated a lot a lot with me, uh, and something that you know continues to keep the company, or as you could say, is the is the foundation for the for the company's culture. And I think the overall flexibility that the company gives uh, is one where in today's world, if you think about a work-life effectiveness, a work-life balance is one where the company actually truly supports uh, and find ways to work out solutions together with the employees. So I think if you if you think about all these things together, I mean, it's it's a great place to work. Um, it's one where you will never get bored given the various, the variety of scope, the variety of industries um, that you, you will have, you, you get to experience. Hey. Thanks for sticking around. We promised you that we've kept the best bits of Eugene's interviews, where he talks about the values that resonates with him, his calendar hour by hour, and tips on managing work-life balance. But first, we wanted to understand how did the podcast make you feel about Procter & Gamble? If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to help us, link to the survey is in the description below. Otherwise, Enjoy. Right, so you were mentioning it's the values that actually keep you here, Eugene. So which values are these that actually resonates with you? I think the values in the PVPs. By the way, for context, PVPs stands for Purpose, Values, Principles, which is the foundation of PNG's culture. The values really reflect the behaviors that shape the tone of how we work with each other and our, ex and our partners including like, for example, the conversation that I'm having with you, the, the behaviors that we would have in having that conversation, the behaviors that I would have in interacting with our external business partners and our external suppliers. And, and, and if you remember the example I gave just now on one of the challenging situations through COVID when our, one of our major production sites had the risk of shutting down and, and I had to reach out to, to my suppliers, I would attribute that to the, to the values that it's been inculcated through this company, the behaviors that I've always taken to be very honest and ethical with my suppliers in the way that we conduct business, that we build that trust, we build that relationship. And in times of needs, they step up to help us. And I attribute that to the company's PVPs. And that essentially resonates very strongly with my own values. Let's say if we have to open up your calendar and if we have to pick a random day, 
How does it look like from start to finish? Typically, I will try and structure my day into call it two or three different large sections. So I would say my typical calendar is where if I can make it possible, then my mornings, I would try and block off some time to manage the most important and urgent matters to get it, you know, when, I'm, my, when my brain is fresh, you know, to, to get some of the most important and urgent matters out of the way or to be addressed as, as soon as they can. If there are any important organizational related, let's say, attention that needs to be, to be made, that I also try and typically do that in the morning. Lunch is typically something that, you know, I try not to have it alone. Most of the time we have it with our colleagues. And this is something that I feel like is a great way to get, you know, always touch base with our colleagues, whether they are in our organic working teams or not. But always it's a great way to talk about things outside of work. And it's a great way to also de-stress and take a bit of a, of a break throughout our busy uh, daily lives. And typically in the afternoon, because I work in a global role, that's where the overlap between Asia and Europe happens. So a lot of my Asia-Europe meetings and connects uh, happens in the afternoon in the Asia time. And then what I try and do is I try and lock off, if I can, five or the latest six, just for one hour or so, so that you know, I get a bit of a break before my evening shift. And I have to do that just because I also have team who are based in or team members who are based in the US. And sometimes when, you know, because of my the nature of my role, which is quite global in nature, we will have, you know, evening Asia calls because that's the only time zone where you have Asia in the evening, US in the morning, and Europe in the afternoon. And that's where I will have then my evening connects with with the globe. And typically you know, I would have, call it maybe one to two hours every evening from, you know, three or four nights, three or four evenings a week with, with this, uh, with this connects with the, with the globe. And I think one of the benefits of P&G is the company gives, gives us as employees a lot of flexibility uh, and a lot of trust, to be honest, in terms of ultimately the company trusts that we will, you know, given the flexibility, we'll still get most of our, our work done. Uh, and deliver our results, uh, which is why I could say, you know, if, if I have evening calls that run too late, I, would, I could leave the office earlier, no questions asked, honestly. And I also encourage my, my team to actually do that. If they do have night calls, evening calls to connect with the rest of the globe, they should leave the office early so that they have a decent time to commute, uh, get a bit of a break, have a proper dinner, spend some time with the family, before they reconnect and, and have that connect with the, with the rest of the globe. Uh, but I think, you know, being working in a global company and some of our roles are very global in nature. These are, type, these, are type, these are kind of things where, you know, we have to take advantage of the flexibility that the company gives in order for us to have that work-life effectiveness, if I can call it that way. Okay, we're moving on to the next section, which is really more on work-life balance, right? You've, you've kind of shared a little bit of a snippet where essentially there's a lot of work-life flexibility, but um, you've also shared that sometimes evenings that you have can easily go at 9 p.m., right? The question that we have here is that, is it true then that as you rise up within the company, 
your life gradually has to tilt more towards work simply because of the level of ownership. Do you think this is true? I don't believe that is true. I believe that you know one can be a great leader and also have a life altogether. And I think it boils down to a fundamental point where I think people need to make work-life balance a priority. More so now than ever, given the situation that we are in. I think we need to learn to work differently as an individual. I think we need to work to learn differently with our teams. I think we more in, need to be more intentional in, in making plans with our families and put home and family first wherever needed. And I think all of these requires fundamentally a, a shift in mindset. Right. understand. Sometimes I've always felt that whenever I enter as an entry-level role, Typically, there are very few levers that I can pull to, to kind of make an impact. And I think one of it tends to be passion. Another one tends to be really um, hard work, simply because you don't have the experience to drive the efficiency or effectiveness that most people always talk about when it comes to prioritization. With that in mind, right, do you have any tips for people out there? If they just join a company, how exactly can they go about drawing the margins or drawing the line for work and life? I would advise them exactly what I just said just now. I think, I think it's about, I think anyone needs to make work and life balance a priority. I think that's fundamental. And then with that mindset, to be willing to try different things, to try ways to work differently, understand what flexibility there is within the company. So for example, like in P&G, I think the company offers a lot of flexibility for anyone to manage the priorities of work and the priorities of life in any given day or week. And I think that these are things where I think would separate great good companies from great companies. And I think it's the it's the great companies are the ones where employees would want to be seeking out for that, you know, allows them that level of flexibility for for them to, you know, to support their work life balance as a as a, as a as a priority and as a as a way of, you know, uh, a new way of working. And I think that's how it is. Got it. So I, I guess the, the tip is kind of break those assumptions. Um, it is true that we need to put in some effort at the start, but at some point we need to feel confident enough to kind of break these assumptions. And, and if we're in an environment and a company that supports that, um, breaking these assumptions are a lot easier. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think you hit it on the, yeah, I think that's the key. Awesome. 